you can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Find your closest centre at repcoservice.com. IGA, the best store in town. Supporting the local community with their low prices everyday policy. On SENSA, driving you home, it's Kimbo and the Rooch. Thank you for jumping onto our podcast, episode number 18 of Kimbo and the Roots. You can also catch us on South Australia's new home of sports, 1629am, where you can download the app. As I welcome my partner in crime, the Roots. Howdy, people! Roots, here he is. Roots, here he is. Roots, How you going, Michelangelo? I am very well, Kim. We have had... Some interesting times recently, and now we've reached a point where we have no AFL finals, but we're not short of things to think about, are we? Or talk about, which is good, because that's what we're in the business of doing, yeah. Roach. On the agenda today, we have, uh, what have we got, Four, three or four topics. We've got uh, Johnny Worsfold and his future, Brett Ratton and his appointment, and Steve Smith. Unbelievable, mm. the form that he is in. So we'll jump into it first, and uh, I think we'll have a look at Brett Ratton and the fact that he's appoint- been appointed as St Kilda coach. Your thoughts? Oh, I'm so pleased. The fact that he should never so have pleased. lost. Absolutely pleased. The fact that he should never have lost that job at Carlton. When you look at his record, he was there from 2007 to 2011. He took them to three consecutive final series, 9, 10 and 11. He had a 50% win-loss record, but considering the state that Carlton was in, that's a fairly good return, isn't it? 120 games, 60 wins, 59 losses, one draw. And I would suggest that that record would keep you employed under the current climate. Well, Kim, no Carlton coach has reached that record ever since, have they? No, they have not gone So they made a bad decision. It has been... Look, it's an emotional story, Brett Ratton, because Mm. he should not have lost the job at Carlton. Then he's had... Enormous tragedy in his private life with the loss of a child. Mm. To seek a return to coaching for all the focus that brings on it tells you about his passion for the game. And I'm, as I say, I'm so delighted. I want this to go well, though. Well, I think the football public, um, mm. it's all part of the theatre when you've got a side that's often the bridesmaid or often fails. It's like Collingwood and the Collie Wobbles. But with St Kilda playing in eight grand finals and only ever winning one in 66 by a point, then, of course, the draw in 2010 at 68 points each against Collingwood, then getting belted in the replay of that game. I think to rejuvenate their supporter base and rejuvenate the spirits of their current supporter base, they need a little bit of success. I don't think anyone could begrudge them that, surely. Well, it's a glamour club. Not even you in your grinchiest moments. No, it's a glamour club, St Kilda, but it doesn't have enough Is it glitter. still a glamour club? Wow. It was a party club under the image of Trevor, Trevor Barker, Barker and, and Michael Co. Roberts yeah. and all those people. Anyway, let's yeah. have a listen to what the uh, newly appointed coach had to say. Brett Ratton, he considers himself lucky. It's one of those ones which, you know, it's, yeah, there's only 18 jobs out there. Uh, it's tough, um, but I think you've just got to keep pushing and driving yourself personally um, but I'm very fortunate to, to come to St Kilda and get that opportunity so it was one of those dreams that I thought maybe if I got into my 50s, 53, 54, 55 but then Fags went up to Brisbane and I thought oh he's kept the, uh, the, the fire sort of uh, burning a bit, a bit deeper so yeah um, I'm very lucky. So Roach a new coach gives you hope, what can they hope for in terms of game style? Well, you want to be entertained at a time when you have many people saying it's tough to get the pennies to get to a footy game. If you're going to shell out to buy a ticket, you want to be able to leave the game seeing your team being competitive. You know you're not always going to win every game, but you want to be competitive. 
And you have to entertain. We are in the entertainment business, aren't we? With, without a doubt. There's no question of that. And I think they have played a better brand of football since he arrived at the club. Now, that's no, yeah. no disrespect to Alan Richardson. No. Uh, since Richo left, uh, he has coached six games, won three, lost three. They do appear to play attack, an attacking style of football. Mm. Uh, this is what he says the fans can expect. I think you can expect a bold footy team, and, and that's not reckless when I talk about bold, but it'll be uh, how bold we are in the pursuit of a victory, um, whether it's in offence um, or in defence, and how hard we defend in that space. Uh, that'll be really critical. And to probably, yeah, the, the Fremantle game was a great example. We had our opportunities to maybe get some scoreboard pressure. We didn't, then we had to defend for a while, and then we had to be bold to try and win the game. But then also to see our supporters. I want our supporters to come along on the journey as well. They've been fantastic. They, they've you know, stuck fat by us, and we need to make sure that they're you know, along the ride. They're, they're a part of it because they're so important. And you know, We weren't playing finals then, but at the end of the game, I had to go down and have a chat to the media to thank the supporters for the year but just the roar and the buzz and the excitement uh, that's what footy clubs are about and our people are so important to us and we want to make sure that they along the journey as well come with us I don't think he's got the cattle at the moment. So That's what I was going to ask you. How do you rate the list? No, not at the moment. And no, they're looking really to be very active. We know that. They need to be. Yeah. And uh, one of your former players will probably be there shortly, Paddy Ryder, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Um, that, yeah, that's so what they need to be Alan creative. Richardson. And they, they're not going to be strong going into the draft. I think they have picked mm. five and then picked 55. Apologies that, if I'm wrong there. That's what got Alan Richardson, not having a list that was assessed correctly by his team around him. And they have to be honourable to... Brett Ratton and actually realise that this list is going to take some time to rework. Well, watch with great interest. Yes. Normally making the finals secures your job as a coach. Maybe not so if you're the Essendon coach. Johnny Worsfold got his side to eighth position. They were knocked out of the finals quite easily by the West Coast Eagles and there's still speculation about him. Are we going to have a musical chair moment here whereby we have the Fremantle job mm. vacant, vacated by the sacking of Ross Lyon? Could we see the most incredible swap ever? Ross Lyon at Essendon, John Worsfold at Fremantle, which would test out some loyalties in the West. Well, is this just a great headline for you, or have you heard anything? Or th- this is a bit fanciful. I, I struggle with Ross Lyon being at Essendon, considering mm. they've already seemed to be down a path with Ben Rutten, but. I'm not sure why anyone would be saying that John Worsfold doesn't do the job next year. Johnny Worsfold took over in 2016. It's gone very quickly. It mightn't have felt that way for him or Mm -hmm. Essendon supporters. They finished 18th that year, and understandably, because they had no players. 2017, they managed to make the eight, finished eighth place. Last year, 11th position. This year, 8th position. I had them as a top four side at the start of the year. Should have been Based on the full list, though, they've been without their forward line for nearly the whole year. They lost their best and fairest winner in Devon Smith. Mm -hmm. So it makes it incredibly difficult, doesn't it? But he's feeling the pressure. Well, is he? Let's have a listen to John Wordsfold. John, there continues to be speculation about your future. Are you confident you'll you'll retain the the confidence of the board and be able to coach into 2020? The question, you know, is the question of my confidence, does it really matter how confident I am because I'm not the decision maker and signing myself up and, and all that. So I'm really confident with what I've built with this group and, and where where we're currently placed and their ability to go forward. I see a lot of similarities with groups I've coached at the same sort of age and experience that have gone on to become very, very good teams. Um, so I'm really pleased with you know what we've done to date. 
um, where it is going forward. Uh, I, I, as I've said, uh, I'm more than willing and keen to continue on building this group. I really respect them and uh, enjoy working with them. Have you been assured, John, of your future for next year? Well, I've got a contract. That's as much assurance as what else could you ask for? Or perhaps uh, even strengthening, not the contract, but just uh, verbally. I, I talk to Xavier regularly about uh, where we're at as a team and we give each other feedback on... Um, I, I talk about where we're at, where we're going, what our plan is. Xavier challenges me on uh, things that he sees or would he wants to know answers to and I give him the answers that I have. So it's really... I, I'm more than comfortable. It's open and respectful and honest uh, two-way conversations about where we're at and what our plan is going forward. He answered that question with a deep sigh, Kim. He did. A been, deeper sigh than mine. Well, I don't think that's possible, Roach. You're getting better <laughs> with your deep sighs. Um, and I t- can understand why he would sigh on that question. I, I think he thoroughly deserves to be there for 2020. Yep. The contract that he took on, he should be allowed to complete the job. And uh, I think they'll bounce back nicely or they'll improve from their eighth position, barring injuries again and mm. barring that Joe Danaher doesn't go to Good Sydney. Good point. So that's and there's a, a fair bit one. of debate still on Orazio Fan. Asia. Yes, yeah, so there's going to be a lot of power movement. We're seeing more and more mm-hmm. every year now. It's Pretty a part, rider fit. part of the landscape. Uh, well, they, they've been down Ruckman when Bell Chambers isn't around, isn't yeah. it? So maybe that's part of it. We'll know in the next few weeks. Leadership is very important of any organisation, and Steve Smith's paid the ultimate price for not being in control of the people that were underneath him. Uh, but, gee, hasn't he bounced back in unbelievable form? Tell me, who else has had a greater redemption than Steve Smith. We all know everyone can make a mistake. And I you deserve so, a yeah. second chance. Yeah, I think Wayne Carey's resurrection's been quite big, but that's more But this off is the huge. Field. This is on the field. Yeah, and you look at the way that David Warner has responded, and we may be judging that harshly. Is he still affected by what's transpired over the previous 12 months? I'm not sure, but Stephen Smith has managed to block everything out. He actually talk about uh, how he prepares for a game. I think and visualise before I play... Um, you know, where people are likely to bowl to me, where I'm likely to score and try and picture fields that are set and just play things over in my mind. Um, yeah, where I'm going to get runs and how they're looking to get me out. Um, and then out in the middle, you've, you've got to adapt to whatever's thrown at you. You wouldn't say he's jumping for joy. That was after making 200 runs. He's, he's fairly low-key. I yeah, think but he's he... a little bit scarred by things. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, still a fair bit of jeering that goes on. A little bit, there. but there, there was a lot of applause. Well, you'd have sat to up and watched yeah. it all, and uh, it was good to see the way that they responded to his uh, 200 runs. Can you think of and one? A lot of, no, not with a question without Someone who's like been put on ice for a fair bit of time because of a mistake they've made, who returns, and actually returns probably in better form. Well, do you have one? Was, it was your question. I'm, I'm rattling the old... Skull on this one. Who has actually had a long time out of a sport? Well, I'll tell you, you've time. caught me on the hop. And so episode nineteen, I'll think of someone. Isn't it amazing that he leads the number of runs scored in Test cricket after giving everyone more than half a year start? Seven month start. Amazing. Uh, interesting. Looking at a lot of the stuff on the social media websites, etc., and a lot of people now feeling uh, saying that it's shameful the way he was treated. I haven't resolved from my position on it. He was captain. Of Australia mm. as a responsibility, yeah, he does. Not and, only to uh, the Australian turning a blind eye to something yep. is not an excuse, and no, I think exactly. he knows that. If he could have his time again, 
well, obviously, I'd like to think all three would do things differently. We know there were similar tactics being used around the world, but nothing is brazen. That doesn't excuse it no, either. Nothing is brazen no. as sandpaper. sandpaper. So, mm. But it's a wonderful resurrection. You make a good point, Root. So let's hope it continues because now he gets spoken about in the same breath as... Sir Donald Bradman. Staggering. And when you compare their records in England, he is superior. Mm. Well... Long may it continue. All right. Always plenty to talk about, and we'll do it again next week on Kimbo and the Roots. If not, you can join us on SEN's new home of sport, 1629 AM. Download the app. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus. Us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.